This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rebecca Dittman, Liverpool, United Kingdom. Web address mercurialspirit.co.uk From October to Brest-Litovsk by Leon Trotsky Chapter 10 the Democratic Soviet and Pre-Parliament The Democratic Soviet, which had detached itself from the Democratic Conference, had absorbed all the helplessness of the latter. The old Soviet parties, the Social Revolutionists and Mensheviks, had created an artificial majority in it for themselves, only the more strikingly to reveal their political prostration. Behind the Soviet curtains, Seratelli was carrying on involved parleys with Kerensky and the representatives of the professional elements, as they began to say in the Soviet, in order to avoid the insulting term bourgeoisie. Seratelli's report on the course and issue of the negotiations was a sort of funeral oration over a whole period of the revolution. It turned out that neither Kerensky nor the professional elements had consented to responsibility towards the new semi-representative institution. On the other hand, outside the limits of the cadet party, they had not succeeded in finding so-called efficient social leaders. The organizers of the venture had to capitulate on both points. The capitulation was all the more eloquent because the Democratic Conference had been called exactly for the purpose of doing away with the irresponsible regime, while the conference, by a formal vote, rejected a coalition with the cadets. At several meetings of the Democratic Soviet, which took place prior to the revolution, there prevailed an atmosphere of tenseness and utter incapacity for action. The Soviet did not reflect the revolution's march forward, but the dissolution of the parties that had lagged behind the revolution. Even previous to the democratic conference in our party faction, I had raised the question of demonstratively withdrawing from the conference and boycotting the democratic Soviet. It was necessary to show the masses by action that the fusionists had led the revolution into a blind alley. The fight for building up the Soviet power could be carried on only in a revolutionary way. The power must be snatched from the hands of those who had proven incapable of doing any good and were furthermore even losing their capacity for active evil. Their method of working through an artificially picked pre-parliament and a conjectural constituent assembly had to be opposed by our political method of mobilizing the forces around the Soviets, through the all-Russian Congress of Soviets and through insurrection. This could be done only by means of an open break before the eyes of the entire people with the body created by Tseretelli and his adherents, and by focusing on the Soviet institutions the entire attention on all the forces of the working class. This is why I propose the demonstrative withdrawal from the conference and a revolutionary agitation in shops and regiments against the attempt to play false with the will of the revolution and once again turn its progress into the channel of cooperation with the bourgeoisie. Lenin, whose letter we received a few days later, expressed himself to the same effect. But in the party's upper circles, hesitation was still apparent on this question. The July days had left a deep impression in the party's consciousness. 
the mass of working men and soldiers had recovered from the July debacle much more rapidly than had many of the leading comrades who feared the nipping of the revolution in the bud by a new premature onslaught of the masses. In our group of the Democratic Conference, I mustered 50 votes in favor of my proposal against 70 who declared for participating in the Democratic Council. However, the experience of this participation soon strengthened the party's left wing. It was growing too manifest that combinations bordering on trickery, combinations that aimed at securing further leadership in the revolution for the professional elements, with the assistance of the fusionists, who had lost ground among the lower levels of the people, offered no escape from the impasse into which the lackness of bourgeois democracy had driven the revolution. By the time the democratic Soviet, its ranks filled with professional elements, became a pre-parliament, readiness to break with this institution had matured in our party. End of chapter 10